Welcome back in Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Chris Yao Mopat and J.P. Plant with you here on this Wednesday edition. Before we get to our guest, we have to give you your daily dose of this day in a Braves history. So we send it to Mo. Tell us what happened in Braves history on this day. On April 6, 2004. I had not even graduated high school yet, Mo. Well, you know, there's a lot of things that happened pre-Chris Yao, to be Mm. honest. But hey, um, Braves legend Hank Aaron enjoyed the first reference alphabetically in baseball history books until this day. Mm. When San Francisco pitcher Dave Ardsma, A-A-R-D-S-M-A, made his Major League debut versus Houston. One of the few lists that Hank Aaron has been knocked down in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. That's ours. I remember him. Yeah. So that's interesting. From his debut in 1954. So basically he held that spot for 50 years. Until Artsma. So. How about that? Uh, April 6th was not a very busy day in Braces. Clearly. <laughs> that's all right, though. We'll take, we'll, take, we'll take what we get. And we now go to our guest on the phone. Paul Newberry of the Associated Press, who is, I, I'm curious if he's uh, been watching some practice rounds of, of the Masters and getting ready for that, because I know it's a busy week in uh, in his world with Braves opening day and the Masters this week. So, Paul, how are you? What you what, what have you been doing today? Uh, trying to stay dry. It's, uh, it's a <laughs> little uh, rainy here uh, in Augusta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm listening to a lot of uh, weather horns going off, and uh, uh, and again trying to uh, kind of kind of shut in today. I haven't been able to get out there very much because it's uh, in fact everybody's now fleeing back inside again here. Uh, we're in another uh, a weather alert, as they say. So, so you are covering the Masters practice round from the tent, then, huh? Uh, well, it's a little better than a tent. But <laughs> well, uh, more, more like a, a very luxurious uh, press building they uh, they have here in Augusta. Uh, you know, the, they don't they don't skimp on the money here in uh, at Augusta National. Well, the, nor should they have to. Yeah. Um, so, will you be going back and forth across twenty this weekend, or are you just posting up in Augusta and you've got somebody filling in for this? season opening series at Truist Park. Oh no, the great the great Charles Odom will be uh my colleague in Atlanta will be covering the uh the this opening series. Uh, I believe I I'll be the game uh, first of next week I'm gonna get to my first game. But I I traditionally yeah miss when they open um at home. I, I this is often their week. Uh, mm. so it's been a while since I've seen a, a Braves an actual opening day. Maybe when they opened Truist Park, it seems like that week maybe they were a little, uh, maybe a week into the season. So I'd, I'd already done the Masters and then was able to to go to the first game uh, at the new park. Okay. Well, um, Paul Newberry of the Associated Press, the multi-talented, multitasking Paul Newberry, joining us here on Main Street Sports <laughs> today. And Paul, kind of wanted to check in with you, obviously. Um, the Braves do open their series tomorrow, uh, their season tomorrow night. The the, mm-hmm. defen- the 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 defending world champion Atlanta Braves open their yeah. season against Cincinnati. That's a, a seven o'clock Central Time start on the Deuce ESPN two. If you are so inclined to watch, but um, 
obviously it's been a pretty tumultuous off season. Um, I guess specifically the last two or three weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. do, you, yeah. do, do you do you feel like things have settled down around this team as they get ready to open? Yeah, I think they're going to. I think there's a obviously there was a shock at losing uh, Freddie Freeman. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, you know, until until it did. But um, I, I think the general sense around the club and the and the city is that uh, they, you know, made the best out of a bad situation uh, by going and get getting Matt Olson and uh, and then using some of the money maybe they didn't spend on uh, Freddie Freeman to to sign Kenley Jansen and uh, bring back Eddie Rosario. So, you know, I think some of the moves they made pretty quickly right after, you know, it was apparent that Freddie Freeman was not coming back, uh, sort of, you know, eased some of this uh, kind of concern that maybe, you know, Liberty Media was kind of on the cheap and, you know, looking to save money uh, and and ended up, you know, sort of forcing Freddie Freeman to leave. So I, I think some of the moves after that, you know, have everybody still feeling pretty good about this club going into the season. It's interesting that you say that, Paul, because, you know, there was a report, I think, last week or so um, that mm-hmm. the clubhouse was a little stunned, a little shaken by the, the stance that the Braves took with regards to bringing Freddie Freeman back or not. You know, how? and I don't know if you had a chance to go down to spring training or, or – any anything like that to be around the players leading up to this opener tomorrow night? But would you say stunned, or or would you expect any stunnedness to linger into the season with this bunch? Well, I I, I felt that report. I, I know which one you're talking about. I thought it was a little, you know, where you're kind of, you know, looking for a, a mountain on the molehill. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yes, of course they were, you know, I'm sure the, the clubhouse was stunned when they made the trade for Olsen and it was clear that Freddie Freeman was not coming back. But, I mean, guys leaving teams and getting traded, I mean, that's part of the business. And I, I think, again, you know, maybe if even the players, much like some of the fans were thinking, you know, uh-oh, is this, you know, cutting budget and the team's going to be weaker you know, because they've decided to cut ties with Freddie Freeman, they don't want to pay what he's asking. Again, I think that was quickly <laughs> put to rest when they, you know, rattled off again the, the Olsen trade, the signing of Jansen, the signing of, uh, you know, bringing back Eddie Rosario. I mean, I think everybody, you know, pretty quickly said, no, this, they're still trying to win. They've just, you know, I think, it, I think Freddie Freeman was just basically the Braves, like most of baseball now, or ruled by analytics. And I think they made a business decision that they would rather have 28-year-old Matt Olson for a longer period of time than they, you know, a 32-year-old Freddie Freeman for, you know, for six years. So, you know, Olson for eight rather than Freeman for six. I think they, they just did analytics on that and decided that's the way they wanted to go with it. Offensively, this team, it certainly seems to be the – yeah, the strength. I mean, the fact is that this this team offensively, mm-hmm. from top to bottom, is very very good. Oh yeah, is I it, agree. If there's a weak point, where is it? Well, um, I think starting pitching, the depth there. Um, 
you know, their bullpen probably covers that a bit because I think the bullpen is also, you know, right there. I mean, if the strength of this team it's one and one A or the you know the offense and the bullpen. Um, uh, so you know, again, in today's game, I don't know that you need you know five great starting pitchers anymore. Um, but they've got three, you know, and assuming they can stay healthy, that's a pretty good top to the rotation. And I think they can fill in, you know, the gap, the spots below that. And, and don't, again, don't need guys to go, you know, with the bullpen probably more than four or five innings. Um, so, I, but I think I guess the starting pitching because they, they didn't really, there was some thought that they may, and I guess they still could, um, maybe try to add one more veteran. To the rotation, but I, I think they're pretty set on what they're that they're going to go with. Uh, you know, these uh, the younger guys. You know, Kyle Wright, you know, uh, uh, Tyler Davison, um, and I think they'll probably even use a six man rotation through the first month of the season just to kind of again uh, not overtax you know these arms after uh, a limited spring training. I think it tells you a lot about the team when. Your top three of Max Freed, Charlie Morton, and Ian Anderson would be considered the weakest part of the roster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, when I, we say the weakest part of the roster, it's relative. Probably, yeah, relative to the it's, rest of the <laughs> relative to the rest of the roster because they probably have one of the better, you know, certainly top threes of, of any team in baseball. So, um, so yes, it, as long as those guys are healthy and uh, you know don't. You know, have some unexpected drop off. Uh, yeah, they they their their starting pitching is still should be fine. And and again, they, you know, I mean, they've been trying to push Kyle Wright into a more of a prominent role. You know, <laughs> everything indicates, you know, that he's got the stuff to be a good major league starter. He just hasn't, you know, shown it. And I think maybe they're hoping, you know, that performance he had last year in the playoffs, you know, where he came out of the bullpen and kind of uh, righted the ship there. Um, you know, might be, you know, maybe that's the confidence boost he needs to kind of finally, you know, take what he's shown in the minors, you know, to the major leagues. Speaking of somebody that needs to take that next step, and we saw some good things out of him in his last spring training outing, this has got to be a make or break year for Sean Newcomb, does it not? Oh, yeah. I think he was, it was a very, um, it was very questionable, you know, certainly after the injury to Luke Jackson, uh, which is a blow to the bullpen. Um, but after, you know, before that injury, there was still some question, I think, of whether Sean Newcomb would even make the team. Uh, and he was out of options. So I, I think the general consensus was he was just making the team because they, you know, would risk losing him if they, if he didn't make the big league roster. So, um, yeah, he this, this is, Definitely a make or break year for him. Uh, if he doesn't uh, to show some potential in the bullpen or if he somehow winds up back in the starting rotation. But yeah, I don't, it's, this is, <laughs> this might be his last year in Atlanta. Uh, if, uh, if he doesn't uh, sort of live up to that potential he has shown, uh, you know, uh, that, that when he first came up where he looked like this guy was going to be a real, you know, real stalwart of the rotation and it just hasn't worked out that way absolutely speaking with paul newberry of the associated press talking little braves as we get ready for their opener tomorrow night um paul you mentioned luke jackson um recently went Mm -hmm. on the 60-day injured list and as chris and i discussed that development a few days ago 
I'm not sure that there is another bullpen in baseball that is as equipped to deal with the loss of such an arm as Luke Jackson's as the Braves are. Yeah, I still think they, you know, obviously they'd rather have him. But, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, they they still run, you know, eight deep. And, you know, now signing, uh, you know, Jackson, I mean, uh, Jansen, not Jackson, uh, Kenley Jansen and, you know, Colin McHugh, you know, adding to their depth, Darren O'Day uh, is back with them and has made the club. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, it's usually been a pretty effective pitcher if he's healthy, um, which we say about a lot of pitchers. <laughs> you know, and, and Will and Will Smith, I mean, you've got a guy who had 37 saves last year who's now the uh, the setup guy. So, um, uh, it, you know, sort of reminded me when they when they signed Jansen, what was it, the, back in the 70s, you know, for us old-timers, you know, when the, the Yankees had uh, – Sparky Lyle, and they went out and got Rich Gossage, and uh, that caused a bit of a uh, of a <laughs> of a of a problem in in the Bronx. But uh, it looks like the Braves kind of discussed this with Will Smith, and he was all, all fully on board with letting Jansen be the closer, um, which says a lot about Will Smith too. Who had a you know was lights out down the stretch and in the playoffs. <laughs> down the stretch, so that, uh, yeah. Will Smith is over there well, going. No, you mean no, I don't okay, have to take the trash? Will, I don't have to take the trash talking. Will, yes, Will. please. <laughs> <laughs> well, Will made it exciting for a few months there, and uh, yeah. but you know, uh, you I, know, I like that spin. I, I tell you what, give, uh, uh, give, uh, give Snicker credit. He uh, he never wavered on him, even when no, he did not. Like, <laughs> I can't take a, I cannot take another night of Will Smith coming in the ninth inning Ooh. and walking the first two guys. Um, but uh, you know, it was amazing. Something. The, the, the switch went off there toward the end of the year, and he was, uh, you know, pretty dominating. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, thanks for bringing back some of those uh, memories. Uh, that, there, was a, there was a lot of uh, rewriting we had to do, you know, or threat or look like, the, look like rewriting. You know, when that ninth inning came around in Atlanta, you never had that story too ready to go because when yeah. Will came in, you know, you knew you might be, you might be doing some changes. <laughs> There's no question. There. Been there, done that. <laughs> Paul Newberry of the Associated yeah. Press with us here on Main Street Sports today, talking a little Atlanta Braves from the press clubhouse at Augusta National. Paul, appreciate you taking some time hey, with who, us. Who's your pick for this weekend? Ah, there we go. Oh, oh, well, let's see. I'll go with the guy I'm going to pick in our little uh, Calcutta draft thing. We do a you know, fantasy league thing. I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas. Well, we're all we're over here all rooting for Tiger and Rory because that's the best story, right? Uh, we're, uh, we're rooting uh, for uh, you. Well, I would. <laughs> Rory would be Rory's a great story, and of course, I mean, I, just if Tiger makes it to the weekend, I mean, that's going to be an incredible, incredible story. I mean, just the scene tomorrow, I you know, I really can't wait to you know wander out and just watch him tee off. Uh, I mean, with some of the crowds he's had around him during these practice rounds. Uh, it's just going to be electric tomorrow when he when he walks out there to, to hit that first tee shot. It's uh, should be should be a fun couple of days at least. Paul, thanks so much for taking some time with us. We appreciate it, man. Hey, nice talking with you guys. Take care. All right. When we come back, it's wild and wacky Wednesday, but we got a few high school notes we need to put together real quick quick hitters a little quick yeah some quick hitters so stick around main street sports today returns right after this